guys, what is going on? My name is John. This is Nick. We are Project Parts. And in today's video, we are talking about the parts price matrix. Are we? Welcome back. This is episode 11. And uh, we are going to be talking about the parts price matrix. Why you need it. The who, the what, the where, the why, the how, the, the when. Did I say when? But um, yeah. Before we get into All this, before we get into this, though, we have a very exciting announcement. We're we're extremely excited to uh, announce we have merch. Yeah, yeah, all it's, kinds of merch. It's it's good merch too. It's really good. There's some funny stuff. There's just some like project parts stuff. Uh, help us out, support us, make this uh, awesome. I think you guys will really enjoy what we have to offer. First link is in the description. Check it out. Buy some stuff. And uh, support some brothers. Yeah, we give you all this information for free. For free. Buy our merch. Just buy our merch. Okay, okay. today, what are we talking about? Parts, price. Parts, parts, parts price matrix. Parts price matrix. Yes. Uh, okay, so how this is uh, implemented, how and why it's so important, what it is. I mean, if you don't know what a price matrix is... Um, Price matrix is simply just a matrix that you run cost through normally or list, and it will help you increase your uh, gross profit, typically in customer pay. I don't think we use matrix on like used car. Well, actually, we do well, in you, some places. You, some places will actually use matrix for used car also. Yeah, yep. Some places will. So what is, let's go through what it is. What is a parts price matrix? Oh, I thought you were going to answer your own question. <laughs> I don't know. Parts price matrix. So we're saying that if the cost or the list price of an object that we're selling is between certain parameters, yes. it will be marked up this much percentage, typically. Yes. Correct. Yeah. Um, so, for example, if a cost of a nut is a dollar, we say, well, we want that to be marked up 400%. Yes. That nut is $4 when we price it and sell it to a customer. Yes. And it, it, the whole purpose of this is to increase our GP percentage. So, <clears throat> yeah, you want to increase your gross profit. You you kind of think of it, it's the, the equivalent of um, the, the labor grid that service can use, um, which basically runs, like, if it's one hour, it costs $120. Um but if it's five hours, you're actually charging like $175 an hour. Um, it's basically just a matrix. It's it's meant to increase your gross profit percentage. Mm -hmm. And this is a big thing. It's a lot of money left on the table if you're not using it, not just in customer pay, but also when you go to apply for a warranty increase, that uh, takes that into consideration as well. So if you're not using a matrix and you go for a labor warranty or uh, a warranty parts markup, uh, you will not get as much as you could be if you had been using a matrix, right? Right. Yeah. Because so, you want to keep your GP as high as possible. Yes. The whole idea is just to increase your GP. And that's kind of why you use it. If you take over a department or you go into a department that is not using one or is using a very low one. Yeah, you're um, leaving a lot of money on the table. You're probably. leaving so much money on the table. And you could literally go from zero to hero uh, simply by implementing a matrix. Right, because you're just going to increase just overnight. You're yep. going to increase your customer pay gross profit percentage. You're going to be making more gross on what you're selling. Yep. It just makes sense. So what we know what it is. We know it's an mm -hmm. increase, a, yep. a standard Pricing increase based yep. on parameters that you're determining. Yes. So 
how do we do that? So what we do is there's a function in CDK. Mm-hmm. Again, we use CDK yep. for everything we do. Yep. Um, and basically what you would do is you would set up a series of costs, basically. Right. So, for example, you could use cost or list, but what we're going to do is calculate, let's say, um, a cost between a penny mm-hmm. and $25. Right. You want all those parts um, that have that cost between that range to be marked up 200%. Right. So then that price will calculate when you quote a part. Mm-hmm. And then that's, I mean, you set that up for everything. So you don't want to just do like a penny to 999,990. You don't want to do right. that. No. Because then you're going to just be marking everything up. Yeah. And you want to be smart with how you're setting this yes. up. The, so, the idea, I think, is to like the lower the price is, the higher the percentage. And then as things get more expensive, the lower that percentage gets. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to be quoting out a, a yeah. you know, five grand transmission and putting a markup on it of 200%. Right. I mean, that's, that's insane. You'll right. never sell it. If it's yes. a customer pay job. Yes. So some discretion needs to be used when yeah. setting it up. But you have free reign. You can set it up however you want. I mean, you can right. honestly, you can go as aggressive as you want. Yeah. But just know you might not sell anything. Right. You might be overpricing yourself. Yeah, there is there is a fine line there. But um, it's a little easier to do it on the service end, like the, the service counter, because um, typically the price of the part gets buried into the overall job. So Yeah, typically when a service is selling a yeah. job, they should be selling it total for total, the job not right. saying parts will be four hundred dollars and labor will be two hundred and fifty dollars not everybody does it that way some places will break out the parts and the labor which is silly to me i mean you want to sell it as a whole job to do yeah, this, this is what it costs to repair right. this vehicle and but, that's it um yeah and i think you know there's there's a lot of uh and the thing is do it's percentage it's not it's not dollars so right. it, it is a percentage yes. so yeah when you put zero to a, a penny to twenty five dollars Plus four hundred. That means four hundred percent, not dollars. Four hundred dollars. Yes. So, so that's important to know. Yeah. Um, especially, I mean, I guess like if you're watching this video or listening to the podcast and you don't know what a price matrix is, that that kind of explains it, I think, uh, pretty well. And the whole purpose of it is to increase your GP percentage and and to make more money. I mean, that's that's the whole point. Right. That's the whole game, and it really does directly affect your warranty markup. Uh, when you're going for an increase. So yeah, it's just all good things. And then, so also when you do set it up, you do need to make sure you're calculating for whatever it may be, price six or price Mm -hmm. eight Mm -hmm. or price Price three, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Um, so make sure you're setting up for the right thing. And then we also Mm -hmm. need that to show on the repair orders. Yes. So that's a key thing as well. So when you're quoting part on the counter, it shows up on the line. So you have to add lines. Yes. That? I know I even set that up. So yeah, so you, you can do a display. I forget the function. I've, I have it in my book of yeah, stuff. But we've like built price breaks. Yeah, but I haven't set up the price eight. And there's then. there's it's the same way that you would set it up on like if you're setting up your DL or your invoicing. Like you can set up like your cost, your part number. You can set that whole the heading basically uh, however you want. You can put in markup. You can put in GP. You can put in whatever you want. Um, there is a function to do that, but, um, you do definitely want to make sure you have whatever it is. If you're setting up price eight, you want to make sure your price eight price is actually in the header of the RO screen. So it's displayed. So when you're quoting the part, you put the part number in, it shows cost list price eight, which is what you're going to be selling at. You need that to display so you can see it. Don't think that you have to have your guys like have this grid on the side, a laminated grid, and yeah, every no. price you have to calculate with a calculator. No, no, it does it all show for, it for you. you. Yeah. yeah, so you don't don't sit there and try to do it by hand no. or calculators every time. No. It'll do it for you. And right. then the last column I think is a good column to have is the markup. It yes. shows the markup percentage. Yeah. 
because um, you want to protect that margin. You well, want to make sure. And then you can see right yeah, away like right. what you're selling. So if you put a part in, let's say the RO line is coded wrong right. and it's not yeah. calculating on a customer pay, <clears throat> so it's not calculating on your matrix, Yes, you know, you might know that like this part is supposed to be 400% markup. Right. Instead of 400 over there, you'll see a, a 12. Yeah, and you're like, what, whoa, what, whoa, whoa, what happened It's not priced right. Clearly, so you got to make yeah. sure you can... It's another way to check your pricing. Yes. So uh, it's huge. I mean, if you're not using one, and I've gone into places where, you know, okay, there's no matrix, or maybe the matrix is really weak. Maybe it's just like uh, zero to $100 is cost plus 100% or something. Um, you put in a matrix, and your GM, your owner, will think you are a parts god, a legend, a living legend. You right, know? yeah, you just walk in, and all of a sudden, you just, in two months, you've increased your customer pay gross profit by 10, 12, 13%. I mean, yeah. come on, that's huge. That's huge. You want to you wanna get in You want to get in good graces with your upper management, uh, just put in a price matrix. And if there is one in place, now, I've seen some, like, really aggressive ones, too, like some, like, uh, you, know, you know, a penny to... And then some two are broken down so ridiculously, like a penny to 10 cents is 500%. And then 10 I, cents to... <laughs> I think less is more. I yeah. think a wider range is a better way to go yes. if you're going to set one up. I yeah. do think you got to kind of see what you're selling too. I mean, if you're selling all standard hardware and it's all under a dollar, right. then be more aggressive and yeah. set up different brackets. But I yes. mean, let's not be ridiculous here. Let's not yeah. say like $100 to 110 is this percentage. 110. 11 to 120 yeah. is this. I mean, that, that's too, that's too micromanaging. Yeah. You don't need to do that. You just need to be yeah. competitive. Competitive. And then you want to just make sure you're getting the, the most, uh, the biggest squeeze of the, the mar- margin you can. But yeah. now also with that though, we don't want to, we want to exclude certain parts. So maintenance mm-hmm. parts. Yes. You don't want to put maintenance parts on a price break escalator. Right. Because if you put them on a matrix like that, yeah, you're going to overprice simple maintenance things yeah. you're going to lose those sales all day so yeah. you don't want to do that no yeah you'll have Brake a separate pads rotors you want you want maintenance pricing yes. to be a set thing yes. on its own so you're yeah. not overcharging brake pads yeah so brake pads <clears throat> rotors whatever filters um, filters uh wipers yeah, you know that, things that. like that spark plugs and then that that kind of you get into this gray area too where um maybe it's not necessarily a maintenance item but it's also like lug nuts lug nuts yeah so like stuff like that you know you, you run a lug nut through a matrix and then all of a sudden it's like four hundred dollars for a That's set it. of lug nuts yeah so i mean you have to use some discretion yes. there at that yes. point because you don't want to be overcharging for something that is simple repair right but also you want to make your gross on it, so you need to know what to mark that up. Yeah, and I think that's a good segue to, like, the, the back counter, the tech counter. Like, there is some discretion. There are some gray areas. There's things where you have to kind of use your best judgment, like lug nuts uh, or spark plugs or things like that. Um, you can't just you can't just use a matrix blindly yeah. and say, well, this is what my boss said I have to sell it at. Right. I have to sell it at this now from yeah. now on. It's not going to work that no. way. It just, it's not going to make sense. There is some some gray area and there's some discretion that the counter person needs to use. Now that can kind of avalanche into some, the, but the counter person working with the tax, you know, maybe they're getting backlash from the tech, like, Oh my God, that's so expensive. Like it didn't used to be that expensive. So then that counter person will be like, Oh, okay, well we'll just do this. And then, so there is like, you got to use your best discretion at the counter, but also know that there's a matrix in place and that, you know, so there, there's some communication that needs to happen between the counter people and management that, yeah. you know, 
you know, we're not giving things away. You don't want to put in the matrix and then have your counter people never use it. Um, and right, then, yeah, you need to kind of monitor and see what's working and yeah. what's not. Cause you, maybe you, maybe you went too aggressive and yeah. it's worth a shot though. I mean, sometimes right. you have to. So one of the big benefits of a price matrix is setting consistent pricing yes. in the, at the tech counter. Cause maybe yes. you're the one person that does it. Maybe four people work at the right. tech counter and four people could quote the same part at different prices because they feel like it should be this. Right. Um, right. You want a matrix to kind of eliminate that too yes. and be more consistent and maintain right. a consistent gross profit percentage <laughs> sure. because you shouldn't month to month, your gross profit shouldn't fluctuate other than a couple percentage yeah. points based on the right. blend of work in right. the shop. Yeah, so, it should average out to the same. It, yeah. It's just about, you know, making that go up and or making it go up. You don't want it yeah. to necessarily go down. So, but. I mean, imagine if you weren't using one, everybody's making their own best judgment call and one month you're at a 30, next yeah. month you're at a 40 and then you're right. at a 12. Like, yeah. what, what happened here? What, what, yeah. Well, you know, Ted was on the counter and, you know, he likes to sell right. everything at $2 over cost. You right. Know, we don't make any money. That is true. Like, yeah. And you, if for shops that are, or, parts managers or people watching that are part of a larger operation where there's four or five guys on the tech counter. Yeah. Consistency is key and making sure that everybody's pricing the same and everyone's on the same page because yeah, you go, uh, one tech gets a price for lug nuts and it's 500 bucks for a set. And then the other guy gets a price and it's 150. Uh, and then another guy gets a set and it's 75. It's kind of like, what are we doing? You yeah, know. and then imagine those customers, all three of them, just for example, worst case, are sitting next to each other in the waiting room, <laughs> right. and the advisor comes up to sell each. Uh, yeah. Then they, all right, so right. those lug nuts for you, 20 lug nuts, sir, right. that'll be $500. Yeah. 20 lug nuts for you, sir. Right. I mean, think about all the problems that's going to cause. You get the customers like, the confusion. are you getting lug nuts too? Yeah, I got lug nuts. What was your price? Right. Uh, 75 bucks. Can, can Why you, am I paying 200 Can you imagine? <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. I would like to speak to the service manager. <laughs> Sow the seeds of chaos yeah. in your service department. <laughs> <laughs> price everything wrong. Yeah, so consistency is important, and and the matrix kind of helps do that. So if people know, use your best discretion on on some stuff. And I, I keep going back to lug nuts or spark plugs because I think that's kind of what we see mostly. Uh, if you run that through the matrix, it can be kind of crazy. But yeah. uh, and then two, being competitive with other um, parts departments. Right. So this is part know. of like how to use yeah. your price matrix because. Um, you can set it up however you want. You can make right. a list price plus this percentage. You do a cost price plus this percentage. You can right. do a hybrid of both depending on where the prices are at. Yeah. But one thing you need to do is before you implement a price matrix, especially if you're implementing one for the first time, right. I think you need to do some anonymous calling to other yes. places and get some prices and yes. just see because you know what that part costs. Yeah. Yeah. You can see what they're selling it to you for. Right. And then you can kind of be like, well, wait a minute. I'm I'm selling this at ten dollars. They're selling it at forty six. Like yeah. I, I'm literally losing yeah, right. that much money. There's every a lot sale. of money left on the table. And what I like to do is I'll call other managers. And this goes back to like having good relationships with everybody. But call other managers that are in your general, maybe your same line of um, your same manufacturers, and just ask them what their GP is on CP. And, uh, you know, if you're at 35% and they're at 45%, well, then you know, okay, I need to increase my prices um, because I'm leaving a lot of money on the table there. And I mean, at the same time, too, like, does being the cheapest person in town, does it, is it getting you any further along? Because, right. I mean... Customers it, don't know that. I yeah, mean, you won't really know. And I mean, if yeah. you're not selling, you know, if your customer pay growth seems lower than it could be you think i mean right are you really making much by selling things cheap as possible right yeah no. i mean are you selling more but that's a hard thing to gauge is like okay if i lower my prices will we sell more 
And that doesn't matter because if you lower your prices, service probably raises theirs. Exactly. And so the so, price comes out exactly the same and yep. you don't see an increase and you're actually leaving yeah. money on the table. And if ever there was a time to take advantage of a price matrix, I think it's now in 2023 when, you know, everything is inflation prices are crazy everywhere you go. So the, the sticker shock might not be as uh, surprising. But, um, and plus, I mean, your manufacturer is obviously appreciating parts every day. Yeah. So, I mean, there's uh, there's some of that yeah. built in anyways. Yeah, I mean, the prices are getting more expensive. And you got to take advantage of this because in wholesale, we don't have that ability to raise prices. Like, you're getting whatever it is, 25, 30, 35 off list. <laughs> you are, um, you know, get, you, that you're locked into that. You can't change that. So yeah. even if the price of the part goes up, you're still making the same margin in wholesale. So take advantage of CP. Yeah. And if you're in a shop where your internal, your used car pricing is matrix, um, that'll help that gross profit as well. You make even more money. You'll make even more money. We're, you know, I've seen places where you're locked into whatever, 40% over cost or list. Um, sometimes your hands are tied there, but if you are most, I've seen a lot more, um, <clears throat> parts departments that are selling prices or pricing to use car at matrix. So you raise your CP matrix, you're raising your internal matrix. You're going to be making a ton more money. And again, you're going to go from you know, the new guy to the hero at the manager meeting. Yeah. You could literally just be right. a hero overnight. So, so it's important. Also with matrixes, though, there are some pitfalls. Yes. There are some things to look out for. Yes, so um, one of the first things we we'll to talk about is um, discrepancies in price quoting between a customer coming to your counter mm -hmm. and a customer going through your service department. Yeah. So that's a problem. Yeah. So if you're S somebody calls in, yeah. a customer calls in or comes, walks up to your counter mm -hmm. and they ask for a price. Are you going to price that at list or are you going to price that at matrix pricing? Right. Because <laughs> you could have a guy, well, let's just say you're a guy in the waiting room <clears throat> and your car's in the shop and you get a price on wiper blades, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, they get well, the that price. that should be maintenance. So it should, yeah. Good. So let's say you get a price on. A purge valve. A purge we always valve. go back to yeah, purge, purge valves. Yeah, purge valves are not? good. Yeah, sure. Purge valve. And then you're like, oh, man, well, I got this guy who, you know, maybe he can put it on for me. I'll just go to the parts counter and get a price on it. And maybe you got the price of you know, $400 to put it on, you go to the parts counter and you get a price and it's like 40 bucks. And you're like, wait a minute. What, right. what, why am I paying $400 for a $40 part? So then there's an argument about how much is labor. And yeah. Then, and and but then, now again, you could just tell them your counter guys, somebody walks up, sell it to yeah. them at matrix. The yeah. only problem with that is then they call the dealer down the street yeah. that sells the same line as you with that part <laughs> number. And they're like, why is it 40 bucks cheaper here yes. than it is from you? Yes. Yeah, it's you, tough. You paint it's hard. yourself into a corner a little bit. It's, it's hard. It's hard because yeah, you can. You have to on the counter, on the front counter, on the on the retail counter. You have to be um, competitive, right? So maybe you're just doing list there to be competitive, or list plus ten, or whatever um, to be competitive when somebody calls in because they're calling around, they're shopping around. So if you do the matrix on the front counter, you're probably never going to sell anything. Um, because they're just going to call the dealership down the street and maybe they're not and they're way cheaper than you. And then you get a bad stigma and then maybe that can even roll into affecting service and then them not buying a car from you and going down the street and buying a car from them. Right. Cause they were more transparent with their pricing. They had yeah. better pricing. Why is this place so much more expensive? I mean, so there's a balance that needs to be struck. There there. Is. And, 
and there's always going to be an issue. There's always going to be that customer that does that, you know, that, you know, and, but the majority of the time, I'd say 95% of the time, maybe even higher, uh, that's not, there's just, that's like a one-off thing usually. I mean, the, the only one I remember clear as day is a guy, yeah. a lady came in for a wiper blade and yep. she went to service, service told her to be like one tenth to put a wiper on yeah. plus parts. Yep. They sell it, service puts it on, boom, have a nice day. Yeah. Guy calls and he says, "Hey, I want wipers on my car." And we said, "Okay, well, stop by the parts counter because I, right. you know, we were on the phone at parts. Yeah, here's the price of the wipers." And he's like, "How much cost to put them on?" No, oh, we'll just throw them on for we'll you real quick. No big deal. Yeah. He's like, "Well, wait a minute. My wife was just there. How come she had to pay to get them put on, and I don't have to pay?" And it turned into a an entire yeah thing. And that, so it, things like that happen, but it's very infrequent. And right for the greater good. I mean. That is like a very small blip on the radar, I think, than the bigger picture of what we've been talking about and implementing and making more money in your department, making more yeah. gross, covering more expense, all that good stuff. It's all very effective on the tech counters where you're yep. really going to see the gains. And yep. That's where you really need to implement this and focus on it. Yeah. And um, if you have one in place um, already and you know you, this isn't new to you, um, take maybe, a look at you got to tweak that thing every once in a while. I mean, you got to look at it every don't don't think you're going to set it. Uh, in 2008 and ride that out for the rest of existence yeah, like things need to tweak maybe prices, things change things go up and down and it just has to something's got to change yeah maybe like every six months or a year you know take yeah. a look at it tweak it you know keep an eye on your numbers the only yeah. last thing yeah that we should probably cover is uh objections from mm. service advisors yeah. and yeah. technicians yeah. yeah overcoming those objections yes so prices change bro <laughs> <laughs> uh, but also like, service yeah. managers too. I mean, they may yeah. come back and say, Hey, wait, no. so if you have a good relationship with the service manager, you can yes. go to him and say, look, we need to adjust what we're selling parts at. Prices yes. are going to go up a little bit. Yep. Be prepared. Yep. Yeah. If Be, you don't have a good yeah. relationship with your service manager, you yeah. may make this change. You may, I'm not going to tell him, screw that right. guy or girl, whatever, screw right, that person. Right. And then now they're back screaming at you because your prices are too high. They can't sell anything. Yeah. Writers are upset because yeah. they can't sell any prices are too high. Techs are going, no, it's not what it used to cost. And they, right. I've had techs quote the old price they knew it was. Oh, yeah. Even though uh. the matrix was in place. Uh. No, 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 no. <laughs> this is the price. No, I right. quoted it this. I'm the technician. I know everything. I know the price. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, being transparent, definitely. And and inclusive, you know, being inclusive with, like you said, like the service manager, be like, hey, I'm thinking about upgra- uh, you know, upgrading the matrix. Um, I'm, I kind of need to bump up my GP. There's a lot of stuff I'm trying to accomplish here. Um, what do you think? You know, and like having a conversation with them instead of just saying, this is the prices now. And, you know, actually include them, give them some input, make it feel like, make them feel like they are part of the process. And yeah, and, I mean, it's a, at the end of the day, it's your decision to do whatever right. you want. But again, being transparent open with service and discussing this with them and letting them know it's happening or it's yes. coming yeah. is a big change because they're yes. not, they're going to be used to being left in the dark and yeah. So they're going to be mad. Yeah. And if you just spring a price change on them, they're going to be mad because the writers are going to say, I can't sell anything they now. Can't, and I can't yeah, make it gives any money. Them a, it gives them an out yeah. also. Like, I can't sell anything because the prices are so expensive. Never no. mind the fact that they couldn't sell anything you before. You couldn't sell before. <laughs> you know, not that service would ever no, no, not no, be no, able to sell. No, I don't, you know, service. No. I know. You guys are great. They're I'm great. Sorry. They're it's our fault. Good. No. It's always parts' fault. I think we'll just end on the fact that service is great. And it's always parts' and fault. it's always parts' fault. We are sorry. So remember, like, subscribe. Like, subscribe, thumbs up up the video if this has helped you in any way. And don't forget, please keep watching. And then there's a link to the merch. There's a link to the merch. You're going to love it. I'm telling you, your your kids are going to love it. Well.
Oh, back to the future reference. I doubt it. Yeah. But yeah, check out the merch store. Check out the merch. Like the video. Comment down below. We'd love to hear from you guys. And we'll see you guys in the next video. All right. Bye. Peace. Peace.